Hi guys and welcome to episode four of Into the Storm podcast with your host Tim and my and co-host. Winter. Hi. And we're here to talk about a lot of rubbish, but namely the under-18s. Obviously, a few episodes ago, we spoke about the beginning of the club and everything and how it came about. But now we're going to look more deeply into what the under-18s, what happened with the under-18s, how they came about and kind of delve into that. So today we've got our guest, who is Patrick McDonald. Hi, Pat. How are we doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, so let's start with the basics, Pat. Who are you, mate? Um, no one special, just a player for under-18s, 23s, men's. <laughs> but um, yeah, just your average basketball player. Okay, mate. So how, how did you initially get introduced to the club? Um, I was... I used to fill in for the first original team and I coached sometimes, just depending when I was free. And eventually, um, coach sometimes. <laughs> I was elite, don't even. But, um, yeah, all, but yeah, me and my mates from primary school, we, don't, we didn't really catch up much after high school. And we all were interested in playing a basketball team. So we basically set it up after that. Fair enough, definitely fair enough. I mean, I think the first thing out of that is your coaching ability. Um, <laughs> is it as good as mine? Probably not. Okay, let's just get that. Let's get that off the table first of all. Uh, I mean, under like eighteen, A grade coach, and you oh. coached what a div, div nine team here. We're talking about. I'd, I'd like to disagree. The div nine team. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to disagree. Pat is a much better coach than Tim. Thank that you, fans. That, that hurts. Right, that you, definitely Pat. hurts. Wait, Pat, were you there for the Silverhawks game, the last Silverhawks game? Yeah, it was me and Jason filling in as well. Oh, yeah, you filled in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay, no, but you didn't coach, though. No. Well, you, you are, you, you're on the on-field coach anyway, so it doesn't matter. So, yeah, okay, it's floor general. the game anyway, so don't worry. Floor general. I think Jason did that, but sure. <laughs> Jason? Who's Jason? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm okay, kidding. Pat. Let's let's go, mate. Let, let's 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 divert a bit. So, you said you you and your mates wanted to join, like they wanted to put a basketball team together and everything. What was the reason for Storm and not somewhere else? Just freedom, I guess. We're all going through that independence stage. We don't don't want to be locked down into a team where um, possibly we could all get split up after one season. Just um, knowing that nothing's going to really change with the dynamic inside the club. And um, knowing, for me personally, knowing it's run by you, who I've known for like ages. The professional. Knowing that, um, <laughs> knowing that, um, that we're going to be looked after pretty well. Oh, that, that, that's, that's an answer. That, this guy's practiced. This guy's practiced. He's definitely <laughs> prepared this for sure. <laughs> <laughs> We've trained okay, him well, so Tim. We've trained him well. We definitely have. Hey, you can get the twenty dollars after the recording. <laughs> <laughs> All that media training has paid off. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Tim's the one who wrote my um my script here. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to tell anyone. Keep going. On Anyways, <laughs> I think. I wanted to ask you, was there any, like, hilarious stories so far from your time at the club? Oh, there's there's one I can think of off the top of my head that wasn't funny at the time, but now looking back on it, it was funny. Oh, no. That's, that's usually tell us, tell us more. Um, 
So I think it was last season. Yeah. Or the season before. We made it into the grand final against our rivals. We won't mention names to throw some shade. Uh, but, um, Silverhawks. Yeah, no, no, that's you guys. I mean, not everyone wants to talk about the Div Nine team. Mate, okay? The Div Nine team is where it's at, mate. This is this well, I'm not. I'm not sure if you're aware, with, but this topic, this is a whole episode about the under 18s. Oh, okay. Then. Oh, well, I'm out then. Go <laughs> <laughs> on. Anyways, continue. Yep. But um, yeah. Um, I was not. So we're in the grand final. We had a slow start, like always, but we catched up caught up and um we tied the score and i thought that we were one point down and they had the ball so with about 10 seconds left oh, i did an potential foul it got sent off they made two free throws and we they sent it into overtime so mm-hmm. not fun yep i remember that one i definitely remember <laughs> that one that, did I, I didn't even like, i don't know what happened like i didn't know what to say like i don't know uh, as uh, Pat's aware and all the under-18s are aware, I'm not a coach that knows what to say. <laughs> like, I've got you my... Three, you have about I three things Hustle. Uh, good job. One more. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, one more, one more. Get around it. Like, I, I do not have many sayings. And when it came to the end of that game, I was just like... I, like, in my head, I knew exactly what I had to say. And that was just like, I'm proud of you boys for making it this far all these kind of stuff, no matter, no matter what the score is, I'm proud of all of you. And I think I was just like, just stood there, just, just silent. Just like, I, I don't know speechless. what to say. I think, yeah. But I mean, ultimately we made it to the grand final. So that's a win. In our second season ever playing. Yeah. Especially we, we were the younger kids as well. And in Always a pretty good ones. comp. Yeah, that's true. A grade doesn't get mm. much better than that. But yeah, no, that was, I mean, Ultimately, you can move on. It's not the end of the world. But it's, yeah. Like, in the whole grand scheme of things, you look at it, everyone's like... It's just in general, like, grand finals in our sport. Like, even we went to the a few of the boys in the under-18 team, the grand final, everyone's upset, everything like that after the loss. But then you think about it for a second, and it's like, this is under-17's B-grade or C-grade grand final... Like, ultimately, who else in the world, apart from this small circle, care? <laughs> as hard yeah, as that sounds, even our under-18, like, the Saturday under-18 teams don't even care. <laughs> so it's mm. kind of just like, in the grand scheme of things, it's kind of just like, oh, it's kind of there, but who, yeah, yeah, who like, really cares? Yeah, what is it? I, like, coming from a cricket perspective, we lost our grand final too. Like, it hurts for, like, the first two weeks on. But then you tell yourself, yeah, we're going to build better, get get back stronger, and then we're just going to have to dominate next bat. Like, we, you just figure out what went wrong and, like, yeah, you just have to come back stronger and harder and try your best again. So it's, And that would be a lead to do. Yeah, We've so only like, been a team for three seasons as well. So make yeah. it to the grand final the second season with people like myself who've never played before. I think that's a pretty good achievement. Especially yeah, in a decent even, competition. Yeah, 100%. Uh, we'll get away from that because that sounds kind of depressing. <laughs> we got very serious there, and that's not a very common thing on this hey, podcast. Not on this podcast culture, yeah. mate. We, we want to we feel the emotions, mate. We don't, we don't shy away from it. We that's true. We're, we're, it's, it's our culture, mate. We, we ask everyone how they're going. It, 
All that matters is everyone's happy, okay? So, let's go. Everyone's favourite segment, top five. Pat, you're the guest. Let's let's just quickly say, this one's probably going to be our most controversial top five. It's the it top, our, our personal top five all-time NBA players. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, pretty, it's, I'm pretty out here. Like, don't, guys, don't expect too much from me here. Um, with this clue. Honestly, I have no clue what's going on here. I'm looking forward to hearing Wynn's top five. It should be, it should be an interesting one <laughs> they, to see how it goes. sneak peek voice, but uh, yeah. It's, it's, nah, it's, it's oh. Okay. Yikes. Pat, mate, you're the guest, mate. Go first. Let's hear what you've got to say. I'll start off with our number five, number five, which is, for me, it's Wilt Chamberlain. Okay, yep. No, that's fair enough. Top five, 100%. He's a two-time NBA champion. He's a finals MVP, four-time MVP for the season, and only player to record a double, triple, double. That's just, yeah. Look, you look, you look at all these players, especially like the greatest of all time, like all the arguments around the greatest of all time, you look at the stats of these players Wait, and you just think, wow. Was this the... And he also scored 100 points in a game. Yeah, I was, I was going to say. That also is one of those things where you're just like, yeah, look, um, <laughs> how? Hyped over getting 20 points a game. I mean, yeah, hey, exactly. You're like looking at me, I'm point. like, exactly. Me and Wint, we're like, okay, we've scored our one point for the game. We're done. <laughs> we're done. I'm, I'm done, Pat. I'm retired. <laughs> That's the, that's the end of my career, boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pat, what's number four? Number four, I have Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, first of yeah. all. Yeah. He's that's a five-time NBA champ, two-time final MVP, one-time MVP, but was robbed of his second, two-time scoring champ, and a slam dunk champion. I mean, you can't disagree with the championships. Ultimately, five championships, it's hard to hard to disagree with. And his but mentality as well. You can't really escape mentality. that. Yeah. I mean, the only thing is, I'm pretty sure one of his championships was against the Dallas Mavericks. And that was a... Yeah, that was... Not not happy about that. Um, yeah. Obviously, a Dallas Mavericks fan here. Uh, there was... You know, you guys know how there was that whole... Uh, what was that guy... Uh, Dowdy or something. I don't know what his name was. The ref that was cheating. That was oh, yeah. He was getting um bribed. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. He he literally said that the 2006 Dallas Mavericks should have won the championship, and same with the Sacramento Kings around that time as well. Those teams both should have won the NBA championship, but due to the whole because there was more than him that was doing it, a lot of refs were doing it. And he said those those games, those two teams should have been champions. So I mean I think I think someone's still crying about something that happened over fourteen years ago. Definitely not, mate. Definitely not. I didn't I didn't even Tim, follow them Tim. back then. Oh Tim, uh when? <laughs> Fern, <laughs> you do realise that gives him permission to punch you in the face. <laughs> Ask me again, I dare you. <laughs> uh that that one was for Simon. Uh <laughs> Right. Anyways, let's get back on track. Uh, Pat, what's number three? I have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Actually, I've got him in three as well. He's a six-time champion, two-times final MVP. He's a six-time MVP, and he's the rookie of the year. Yeah. Like, those stats, it's it's hard to even say that he's not number one. I think it's just because of the time and things like that. But, like, 
That is six-time MVP, six-time champion. It's like, wow. And you've got to think about he scored the most points in NBA, um, in NBA history, so that's pretty crazy as well. That's, yeah, it's, it's insanity. I mean, 19-time All-Star as well. It's, Jesus Hard Christ. to look past. Exactly, 100%. I, like, I was contemplating putting him up at 201, but then obviously he got the two that everyone argues about that I didn't want to leave out of the top two, otherwise I'd get bashed. <laughs> so let's hear, who, who'd you put in number two? <sighs> Mike Klopp, Copper, Copper Spray for this, but I put Michael Jordan in there. I, yeah, I actually did the same, so that's not, that's not huge. But, like, it, why? Let's, let's hear why. Personally, why I put him at second? Yeah. Because I just don't like this is just coming into personal preference. I just don't like his personality. Like, yeah, compared to LeBron, who's at my number one, there's this bit of a spoiler. But, um, <laughs> just, just the like what they've done is so different. How LeBron James is just so community based. He's like made yeah. a school for kids in um, Akron, Ohio, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, but I guess it's yeah, just, it's just the different eras they've built. Like that's the thing. I was I'm looking I'm looking at all these the top five I have. Every single one of them's in a different decade. Mm. Yeah, it's hard like, to put two in the same because they would just um like go head to head with each other. Yeah, exactly. Like, like putting someone like Magic would go in against Bird would be kind of hard because they're both superstars. It's almost right. like saying yeah. Muhammad Ali versus um, Floyd Mayweather because they're like two different, True. like two different eras. You can't really compare them because it was just two. Two different, different weight classes. Like yeah, they're definitely two different like weight classes, aren't they? Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, but I mean, like yeah. different eras and stuff. It's just like a lot of things. Just like yeah, you come into it. Yeah, I think I think that's one thing that everyone misses about best, like greatest of all time, kind of thing, because it's like so many people haven't seen older like basketball players or soccer players or whatever play. So we can't really say like even in the debate of top, like greatest of all time soccer players or football players, whatever you want to say. It's like <laughs> we're players. always saying we're always saying Ronaldo or Messi. But we never got to see like Pele and stuff play. And Maradona it's kind of like, and stuff like yeah. yeah, exactly. Like guys like that, we never got to see play. So we obviously, they're never in the conversation for us. And also, yeah. like, the thing is, like the tactics weren't as advanced as it was like yeah. today. So like they, they, those guys would have revolutionized that game at that stage because it was just that like, everyone thinks the same way when you play a sport. But when you Even change looking, up the looking game, at this. What? When was the three-point line introduced? Sure. Does anyone know? Oh, quick Google search here. Quick, quick Google, Google search, search yeah. It was released, uh, 1979. It was introduced. Nin- 1979, exactly. So for Wilt Chamberlain's career, he never had a three-point line and he averaged the points he averaged. Yeah. Then you, then you and same with Kareem like, Abdul-Jabbar. You look at people like... like um, Pete Marriage, who was taking three pointers, and they never counted; they were just twos. Exactly. You, just, you look, you look at this, and you're just like, "How on earth are these guys averaging? Like, what? Well, yeah, like, what? A hundred point game with no three pointers, just hmm. 
just think about that for a second. Honestly, <laughs> That's absolute I'll, insanity. But imagine just playing with them. Like, you, you would just pass them the ball and just be like, yeah, yeah just true. go do your thing, mate. Yeah, go ahead. It's like, it's me like us with Matt Hoey. It's literally us with Matt Hoey. <laughs> Actually, not with Matt Hoey. Excuse me. Hoey, you, you're not good. Jason <laughs> 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 Hoey does even more. Yeah, so yeah. I got that out of the way. Thank God. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> Wins, you, can, you can give your top five now. No, 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 because... I, Mine's a practically a joke, so don't worry about it. No, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Top five. We'll let's save go. Mine for last let's go. Oh, save save yours for last. Last. Yeah, okay. Um. Okay. Number five, Bill Russell. And like five NBA was... uh, most valuable players. Like obvious. Like it's so hard to go past that. But eleven NBA championships. That's what I was like, going to put on mine. But for my number five, but I was like, Will... eleven NBA championships. He can't even put That's, all the rings on his fingers. Exactly. You can't even put all the rings on your fingers. You're going to have to double up. And then... Put so I put... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> this just got weird. Um... <laughs> Classic fans. <laughs> then you got... Okay, we'll go for Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, so what, you had him at five, I think. Like, he's, his stats kind of speak for themselves. The only thing... That let him down was championships, which he only had two of. One finals MVP kind of thing. But, like, he still had four most valuable players. His average for his whole career was insane, especially in a time, as we said, no three-point lines. for a season. Like, how how do you actually do that? That's just insanity. (laughs) Um, Then we've got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at three, same as Pat. Spoke about that already. I got MJ at number two. It's partly to do with personality, like Pat said, but the only reason I've got LeBron at one still is the fact that LeBron's still going. Like he's he's won what half the amount of championships, half Finals MVPs, that kind of stuff. But like he could well he's front runner for MVP this season. Nah, he's retired. Lakers this season. Lakers definitely could have won the championship if they continued the season. Like. Their depth now is insane as well. Like, oh, I'm this guy... so I'm so happy they didn't win it. The yeah, ima- that's true. Imagine Simon. just hearing Simon just, oh <laughs> my lord! Like, every like, day yeah, of no. my life. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like, okay, friends. <laughs> no, yeah, like it's it's the debate. The debate's gonna be LeBron and Michael for a long time until there's gonna be another prodigy like Zion or Curry up or whatever. All, all these guys, Luka Doncic, of course, mate. All these guys, <laughs> these these young this young group of just talented as players. Like all those guys could, hundred percent. Like how they've started their careers, you like they could be insane one day. So you never really know. Like the whole greatest of all time, it's just it's just moving all the time, constantly changing. Yeah. Okay, Wint, let's see yours, mate. All right. So guys, get uh, get ready here. So at number five, we have the infamous uh, Seth Curry, not Steph. The the, the ultimate He's actually decoy. the guy. The, the He's not decoy. a decoy, mate. He's got an elite three-point percentage. <laughs> mate, he's the decoy, mate. Like, they talk to themselves. They're going, oh, who are we playing? We're playing Seth Curry. I'm like, oh, God, okay. And then, no, you just say, who are we playing? We're playing a curry and then they just shit bricks. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, then, and then they realise, no, it's just this other bloke who's come on, who's just... Wow. And then uh, number four, 
we have Scalabri. Uh, Let's go. Let's go, mate. Like, I love watching his montage. It just gets me hyped, really. Uh, it's literally just him reading a three or a two. <laughs> but you, you, can't, you can't defeat him. Uh, number three, we have the great Taco Fall. Taco Fall. Which is cool. Isn't it like taco? Taco. It's taco. It's taco. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's it's taco. Yeah. Taco. Yeah. All right. So number two, we have the great Jamarant. Let's go. How? I honestly don't understand how this fits in with your top five. Like we're talking about. We're talking about greatest of all time. Me and Pat come out with elite top fives. Like, these are the greatest <laughs> players of all time. You come out with, like, Brian Scalabrini, all these guys. And then all of a sudden, Ja Moran is your number two. <laughs> mate, Wait, he's, he's going to be up there when he's done. Don't, don't hate the process, too, mate. This is... This trust is, the process. Yeah, trust the process, mate. And then number one, yeah. we have the great Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> the Shaq Daddies. The Shaq Daddies, mate. Uh, shout them out. Yeah, follow them on Instagram. They're the great updates on it. Shaq, he's got to be. He's definitely post career. He's got to be the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> During his career, obviously, he's one of the greatest centers of all time as well. Most dominant. Like, he's manhandling I mean, all the other centers that he played against. It's, just it's, it's insane. Like, it, like he wasn't even that big when he like he was tall, but he wasn't like. Massive or like whatever yeah. when he first got drafted, he was a pretty skinny bloke. Tim, we found a new role, mate. What? <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, mate. Mate, you've got to be able to actually dunk, and that's not me, mate. I can't even jump. I can't even <laughs> yeah, touch my mate. I was going to say, Tim, you can't even jump. Like. <laughs> but yeah, that's my top five. Uh, everyone probably rates it. Pat loves it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'll get around it. Yeah, so. It's putting Java puts him in your good books, mate. Yeah, exactly. Of course. So. Yeah. Uh, also, I'd like to note that LeBron James wasn't in there. He's not in my top thirty, Simon. <laughs> so. Oh my god! <laughs> this is Brian there's, there's haters. There's haters everywhere. Just about to murder Winter. No, we can't give you his address. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just DM me, and I'll link it to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Top five. All done for tonight, lads. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's let's move on. Pat will ask you a few more questions, mate. So, yeah, sure. Let's let's talk a bit about the under 18s performance as a whole over the first three seasons. Let's let's run through how they've gone. So, first season we where did we finish? I think we finished around third or fourth. Yeah, just snuck into the finals, and then um. We had a bit of an incident with our coach getting us a tech in the first five minutes. It wasn't the first five minutes. It was uh, no. Okay, so let's just let's just hear this story. Yeah, it was it was the semi final against Nutterwadding, and we thought the game started at eight thirty, and it actually started at eight. And I got a message, I think, from your brother Pat or you, and it was like I was standing there by myself for like half an hour waiting, (laughs) and all of a sudden I get the message like. Timmy, are you coming to coach us tonight? Are you, are you coaching us? And I'm like, yeah, I am. Uh, we're just kind of relaxing. Oh, because we had, I think, Matt Howie over as well after training. And we, yeah, and Winther and Campbell as well, I think. And we were like, yeah, we'll, we'll get there, whatever. We'll get there early and have a shoot around. And then all of a sudden I get that message and I'm like, crap. Boys, we, we literally got 
from our house to Forest Hill, which normally takes 15 minutes, we got there in five minutes <laughs> and we were just, we were booking it. That was definitely the most stressful time to get to a game ever. Everyone's just looking at me like, oh, nice of you to show up. And then obviously the game started. Things didn't really go our way. It was just a disaster. <laughs> the ref hated us. She just didn't want to be there, to be fair. Like, she just didn't want to be there. Oh, was that and it was girl? just... Yeah, and I was just like, there was the calls were going real bad. Like they were, there was one foul that I was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" So I yelled out, "Come on, ref! That's it, just come on, ref!" I obviously had been watching the footy a bit, so my voice was still footy focused, not basketball focused. So it was a bit more and aggressive. You got the than quickest you tech of my life. Oh my god! <laughs> All of a sudden, the the ball's going down the other end. I'm like, oh, what just happened?" And there's like. You just got tech found. And all the parents, I just remember the judgment from every single parent. You could hear them talking behind me. Just, what has he just done? He's lost us the game. <laughs> I'm like, mate, we're down by 10, 15 points already. Don't worry about it. But, oh my. Slow start. We always come back. That had to be like the most embarrassing moment of I, my career. I swear to God, you say that every time. And every time I turn up to a game, you lose. You say that like the first true. half and then you lose and then we're like, Pat, what the flip is going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> You're just a hater. We don't talk to haters. Yeah. Team, continue. Yeah, okay. So after that, obviously, we, we took the L. But we were like literally, what well, everyone was 16 years old, just came up from the bottom age, or the top age before. Uh, so And even like we had Gus who was still 15. We had guys that were still young and to get to the finals, I think we ended up getting relatively close. Um, it was probably an achievement. But then what happened in the second, second season was last season, wasn't it? Oh, the season before. Yeah. What's that? What was this? The second season was the season we lost the grand final, right? Yeah, it was. Yep. Where we picked up Matt Marsh. Oh, yes, the big recruit. So we had a, we had a team of eight players now. Yeah. Which definitely helped we- us on the, the cardio sense of things. Yeah, we still had our slow starts, which cost us in the grand final. But ultimately, I don't know, like the team just kind of gelled better. I think obviously playing a season together, it got better. But I think, I think we, we also finished one or two. Did we finish first or second? I think we finished oh, second. First. Second, I reckon. Nah, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It was one or the other and made the grand final. I think it was pretty easy to make the grand final, wasn't it? It was no stress, pretty much. It was just that one team we were worried about. Because yeah, um, we... the team that we struggled with the season before dropped out, the Wolves, Ringwood. Oh, yeah. There's always that rivalry. Like, even with the senior team, there's the Silverhawks. Then you've got the under-18s. We started off against the Wolves, but then all of a sudden they've lost all their players. And it became and the had... Comets. Yeah. And then, like, it's just there's always a rivalry. And I it just fuels the game. Tower, to be honest. Hunting Tower in the oh under twenty threes yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, you're talking about. I think picking up Matt Marsh as well was a like fundamental because we only had one tall at the time. Which that was, was huge, yeah. And, and Tom Tom Collins didn't really want to play big. He kind of played small. Now he plays big, which definitely helps me. But yeah, at, at that time, now we, we have four Daffy. players that can play big, which is yeah, good. exactly. We didn't have anyone in the first season, like apart from Daffy, which made it very difficult. So you uh, get people switching between like yeah. me playing big, Joel playing big, which like Joel's our, I'd say our primary ball carrier up the court. Yeah. 
and then we'd have Jason, who's the second shortest on our team, but just because he has. Okay, he can play big. He can play big. His mm. his defense is elite. He's probably, I, I'd arguably say, he's one of the best defensive players I've ever coached. Yeah, because like he's just uh, his lateral quickness is insane, and just like I don't know how he does it, but he he definitely gets on the nerves of a lot of offensive players because he just he just shuts them down. Mm, I agree. And then uh, season three, it all kind of fell apart, didn't it, Pat? Yeah, it wasn't our season compared to the first two. Um, we just didn't take it as seriously. We let games slip by. Just didn't um, didn't take every game as we should have. Just let it breeze. But <laughs> I just repeated myself. <laughs> did, yeah, we didn't. We, we didn't. We didn't really. Um, didn't really play to the standards we kind of set for ourselves at the start, and it kind of just fell apart from there. I think there was a lot. There was a lot of different things that came into effect where we just kind of didn't have players every week, and then I wasn't there most weeks. So then some of the boys' mates would coach occasionally, and it just chaos. Um, yeah, and then obviously it ended pretty badly, didn't it, Pat? Yeah, we finished just outside just outside the top four. So we started to make a finals push and then our last our last game which we could have if we won we could have gone into finals got cancelled due to corona. So that I mean, ended yeah. our season. Ultimately they gave the winner like the championship to first and second anyway. So it didn't really make a difference overall, but like it would have been nice because I think once we made finals, we could have beaten any of the teams in there. So it would have kind of been anyone's game. Um, but what can you do, I guess? There's not much not we much. can do. So a bit more of a serious question now. Um, what are your thoughts on the club's culture? Though. They were pretty casual. <laughs> you what are your thoughts on the club's culture? Yeah, what what are your thoughts on the culture? Uh, it depends. I reckon that there's three different sides. I think the club separated into three different categories. We have the the seniors who all get around each other and they get around the whole club as a gen like as a whole. Then you have the younger kids which just play for the club, don't really have much to do with it outside of that. And then you have the people in the under twenty threes, which are a mix of both, who like getting around, getting around the club when they have time off, rock up to every training. That's one thing that we need to get on top of. Get everyone down to trainings. That's definitely a common. <laughs> that's a common quote in every interview we've done so far. So far, isn't it? With everyone just says we need to get down to training. Yeah, but. Problem is, but no one actually does. turns up to training. <laughs> exactly. I mean, mm. you can't right now, anyway, but. Yeah. Hopefully after this, everyone's just going to want to get outside more and it'll change everything. But for now, we're kind of just trapped in this bubble of staying at home. Yeah. Which Sadly. is actually perfect perfect time for the plug of ISO Bowl, the page on our website, all about developing your skills while locked down in uh, isolation. So you've got the videos we've spoken about. We're going to add a few more this week. Uh, there's also the podcast, which I mean, if you're listening now, it doesn't really matter. And we're coming out with some behind the scenes videos of how this podcast is made as well. So stick around for that one. Um, but it just kind of keeps everyone involved because right now no one can show up to training. 
no one can play games. No one can do anything. So hopefully no time at all. The season will be back on track. The lockdown set for another couple of weeks, I think, in Victoria. But we have no idea what's happening. Um, what about, our, like, you spoke about how there's three different groups and things like that. How do you think that there can be a change in kind of developing everyone to want to be in that, I guess, senior group where they just want to get around everything? I think it's just, we've all been, it's been very separated. So like most people, if you ask like someone from the under 18s Friday's team, who's this and this in his team, they'll have no idea. You just know that they play for Storm. You don't really know much about them. Only see them at like um, presentation nights. I just yeah. think that's because we can't really do much about that except for a yeah. training pretty much where you can mix and mash with other team members. Yeah, I think a big uh, big event that kind of put everyone on the same page was uh, Jack, your brother's uh, party. Got everyone around McGowan, one of, yeah. the, one of our uh, guests a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> big fan, everyone everyone loved him. But I think, yeah, there's those kind of things. I guess we've just got to put together um, events. Club gatherings. Yeah, yeah, exactly, which we'll try and do. We're thinking of putting together a uh, golf day. What do you reckon? What are your thoughts? I'd get behind that. You know me, I'm a keen golfer. What get out the links every weekend. I am, yeah, exactly. but I'm slightly, I'm slightly worried that Tim is organising this golf day, though. What do you mean? What's you wrong know with Tim's that? golfing ability? Tim's golfing ability, it's... <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> if anyone can see my face right now, I'm kind of like, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. He's no, got a one-handed follow-through, so that's, that's got, all you uh, have to know. My improvement is definitely there. I'll, I'll tell you the I'll backyard. Sh- we're good to I'll, go. I'll share you. I'll share a story. Okay, so we were at Safety Beach, um, the uh, down at Rye, and uh, we had a bright orange ball that uh, Simon and uh, Ben found at like some other golf course, and you proudly showing it off. Tim decides, oh, yeah. No, this is an Oakley. This was an Oakley, mate. No, this was, was an Oakley. Was this Oakley. Is sa- no, this is Safety Beach. This is an Oakley. Or no, this is a different ball. <laughs> it was a different ball. Yeah, different ball. <laughs> same Sa- story. Yeah, same Safety story. Beach. Safety Beach. Uh, and I think it was hole nine because we started the back nine. And the highway was right next to us. <laughs> oh, I remember this one. <laughs> so Tim decides, oh, yeah, I'm going to make an easy 300 drive here. No, no biggies. And next minute, the, the ball's flying towards the highway, probably crashed into someone's car. And <laughs> it was the last we saw of that orange ball. <laughs> yeah, so, look, I, I, um, we went down to Mornington Golf Course a couple of weeks ago, uh, just before the lockdown. I think it was like the day before golf courses got banned. And it was just me, Dad, Ben and Simon. <laughs> it was literally, Dad just said you're using this club for everything except when you're on the green. I don't even know what it was. It was like, it was a wood. It's like a three wood or something like that. He's like, you're not using a driver. You're not using anything else. Just perfect this one club. It didn't go well. Like <laughs> it was, it was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster. The ball was, I remember the fir- the very first hole, cause I hadn't played in a few weeks or a few months, probably uh, the first ball. I think it was eight strokes just to get onto the green. And it was just fresh area after fresh area after fresh area. <laughs> so I think if we do a golf day, I'll, I'll just follow around, take some photos, and we'll get everyone else involved. I reckon, I reckon the boys will get around that. I know a few of the under-18s get around golf. 
All right, perfect. We'll, we'll get in, get that in the works and uh, see how that goes. Ferns, put that down in the calendar. Yeah, all right. Well, we still have a lot of events to do, mate. Still got media, media yeah, day to do. Once this lockdown's over, we are going to be coming right at you guys nice and quick because it's going to be intense. Okay. Patrick, it's time to put you to the test, mate. Quite literally, it's time for lightning round. Yeah. Okay. I'll get the clock ready. Don't don't be too scared. Don't be too scared. No, oh, I am. Are you Tim. ready? All right. Uh, I'll start it as soon as Tim um, says the first question. Yep. Okay. The clock... Starts now. The Knights are a National Rugby League franchise based in which city? Sydney. Australia first sent competitors to the Winter Olympics way back in 1936. But it was not until 2002 that they won their first gold medal. Who won that medal? Stephen Bradbury. Which Australian sports person is known as the Great White Shark? Mick Fanning. Although a controversial figure, he's still known as the king of Aussie rules football. Who is he? Wayne Carey. Before Melbourne Park, where was the Australian Tennis Open held? Uh, Rod Laver. Who does Andrew Wiggins play for? Currently, the Warriors. Ten seconds. Which team dro- Which team drafted J.R. Smith? Denver Nuggets. So, how did you get? You got a few there. One, you got two, four. Three, four. You got four. We have a new. We have a new winner, lads. I mean, they had to be the easiest questions ever. Yeah, they were. Oh, I wouldn't have got them anyway. Andrew Wiggins. Oh, wait, no, you did. did you get four? One, two, three. No, you only got three. Oh, he's still. I think I got four. You got Stephen Bradbury, Wayne Carey, and Golden State Warriors. Who, was the last who, what team did JR get drafted for? The Hornets. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh, the Great White Shark. I thought you'd get this. It's Greg Norman. Oh, yeah. Yep. And he's, then he's... Uh, Australian Open was held at Kuyong. Yeah, I had no clue. <laughs> so, guys, we have equal first place, Patrick McDonald. Not bad, not bad at all. I think we, we just talk about the fact that no one has actually reached the 10 second mark, uh, 10 question mark yet. Yeah, what is this? Like, honestly, what is this? He got through seven, that's the most. That's the most anyone's gotten through. Seven, yeah, because the, like they were what, easy, was, they were the, quick. One after. question was literally five words. Meanwhile, you yeah. t- you told me a whole paragraph of mine. <laughs> you were literally like, Tiger Woods is considered the greatest uh, golfer in the world. Like, tell me the question, mate. You got it wrong anyway, so it didn't make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> we all know Tim's just trying to fill in time. <laughs> we have no, to. No, we have to, to, to. No, because it's, it's a minute anyway, so it doesn't really matter. He's trying to make himself um, seem better now, mate. <laughs> that's the, mate, that's the I'm thing. I'm keen for when I get to do the quiz. I haven't. I don't know when that's going to happen because I've got guests lined up for every episode for ages. But um, 
Yep, so Pat and Josh currently in the lead on three each. And then we've got Campbell and Winther stuck behind on two, which, you know, it's, it's Campbell and Winther. What do you expect? Piss poor effort. Um, We're all waiting for two. Yeah, it's, it's so don't worry. Bad. We're it's all coming. waiting it's for coming. you. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming home, It'll boys. Be, it's coming home. I'm going to get... I'm gonna get I'm going to get, oh, the questions I'm going to cop are going to be rough. <laughs> yep. In 1987, who was the the quick fast bowler known as? Jeez, <laughs> oh, it's going to be questionable. Anyways, Pat, let's talk, let's talk a bit more about the club, some good experiences. I know you were part of the uh, Australia Day tournament along with Winter as well. Uh, what was it last? Yeah, so 2019 Australia Day tournament. How did that go? Tell, tell us, tell us the story. Uh, this was uh, one to forget, I reckon. Um, we basically there was a tournament for anyone that would really wanted to join. So we just uh, gathered a bunch of misfits from people that we knew around Sindel, and we Actually, went into yeah, the Australia so Day. Under- it was under, so it was, yeah, the Australia Day tournament is a domestic, uh, no, not a domestic, it's a, um, it's a representative tournament that they host with all like the spectres and things like that. Um, and we're and like, somehow yeah, we, we, we can, were there. <laughs> we, oh, who did it? Oh, Jack. Jack, Jack was the yeah. one who was like, yeah, boys, let's do it. Um, no one, no one like, wanted to do so it. We, yeah, no one wanted really to do it, but then we were kind of like, yeah, we'll do it, whatever. But it was under 23s, no, under 21s. And, then we were the all at the time was, probably 16. Yeah. And then the problem was a lot of the players who decided, yeah, they'll play were in the under-18 team, which were bottom age as well. So they kind of came up in, against under-21s players and it was, it was interesting, wasn't it? Who could dunk, hit every shot. Just yeah. wasn't fun. We, <laughs> we lost by like an average of probably 50 points a game. And, and the final one was the funniest. And then it was hilarious because what happened in the end, Winter was actually too old to play in this game. By was I? Not, oh. No, I wasn't. I, I, I wasn't 21 yet, mate. Maybe it was under 20. I turned 21 to no, this year. No, you were too old. I'm pretty sure you were Last too old year. to play. Last oh, no. year. Yeah, it was. It was under no, 20s. I... It was under 20s. Because oh, yeah, Matt Howie sure. wasn't allowed to play either and you weren't allowed to play. Um, and we... In the end, everyone kind of just bailed on us. Uh, so who was it? There was Aram Coase, myself, Winther, and then one of Aram's mates who has nothing to do with the club. It, Aram doesn't even play for the club. So it was, we had four players for the last day because everyone else was just like, yeah, I've had enough of losing. So I remember, I remember we were in the, I think it was the last game of the tournament that we played. And, um, they were, this team was dominate. Oh, this was the, probably the closest we got to winning. But they started to running away with it at the end. And we weren't trying. We were just taking it as fun. They were um, they were taking it very seriously. So they brought the ball over car- half court. And I did the double tap circle fall over because of the charge. The, fall, the flop. <laughs> that was actually hilarious because it was the most blatant, just like flop. Because there was no contact, and, nothing. And everyone on their team went wild because they thought it was a crossover. So that was fun. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> their coach was wearing a suit as well. I remember that. That was funny as. Just tosses. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always good fun when you come up against the trial. I mean, to be fair, we probably didn't belong there. But I think we could yeah, compete. We Our under-18 did. team can compete there, I think. Especially now that we've got the two. And there's a lot of rep players in those two teams. In the second team, especially the new one. 
Dolan Yeah, players, that was good. Definitely can beat if we can find mm. those two, especially. But yeah, so there was that fun, eventful day out, wasn't there? What about the other stories? Oh yeah, on that last <laughs> game, Ferns got fouled out. In the very last game when there was only four of us and the coaches on the other team were like, nah, just bring just, him just back Just let him back bring on. Him back <laughs> in. They were genuinely the loveliest people. They were beating us by 70 points, <laughs> playing full court press because they wanted to make the finals. So they had to win by like, yeah, 70-odd points. And they were just so lovely. Like, they gave us like lollies I, and orange slices I, at the end of the game. They I were literally like, almost killed one of their kids. Season. Yeah, I, oh, I, I literally <laughs> almost killed one of their kids with the, the foul. And they were like, nah, just fail. come back on, mate. Just come back on. <laughs> I was like, you sure about this? I almost decapitated your friend there. Like, oh, all right. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, those those moments definitely won't be forgotten in the short Sindel Storm history that we have. Um, anyways, I think we'll talk about next episode. We're, we're coming to the end of this one. And um, so next episode... To be confirmed, our guest. We've got a lot of people lined up who want to be part of it, but for now, we're just gonna we're just gonna say to be confirmed. So we're gonna keep you in the dark. You can try, try and guess who it is. Uh, Howie, you're coming worry. on next year, mate. Don't worry about it, mate. <laughs> Howie, uh, Matt Howie is very keen to get on. We might talk to him about it. Um, but yeah, thanks guys for listening. Pat, you want to thank the club sponsors, mate. Thank you to Airstream, Cafe, Pounders, Waterworks, Waterworks, Accelerate, and Accelerate. So thank you for those guys. So yeah, huge, huge thanks to those guys for supporting the club. And if uh, anyone's interested in sponsoring an episode or two of uh, Into the Storm, we're always looking for those uh, those sponsors just to help with the uh, costs of running this thing and uh, keep looking out. Thanks for coming on, Pat. Well, uh, I'm keen to have you on again, especially after the controversial top five that we've put together today. Uh, <laughs> just, just let us know when you want to come on again, mate. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. All right. See you next episode, guys. See ya, boys.